Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, Kale Rogers. Hope you're having a great day. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna start off with thank you guys so much for the massive, massive amounts of just love with the Anderson uh, episode. Anderson Sedu, if you didn't listen to it, I interviewed him in the last episode of Hammering Down, and there was so much love for it. I, You have no idea how many DMs I got about it, uh, people who messaged me and just told me how much they loved it and how much they loved the episode. And, you know, Anderson did a great job of laying out his life for us, and it was really appreciated. So if you haven't listened to that, go give it a listen. His internet was a little spotty at first, but I promise after the first, like, 20 minutes, it gets a lot better. He switched over to his phone, so it sounded a lot better. But there's a lot, a lot, a lot to cover. So let's just go ahead and start off with this. And I'm sorry if I kind of move kind of rapid through this. Uh, I don't want to take up a whole hour of time, but who knows, I ramble. Um, let's go ahead. We're going to re- work in reverse order of just things that have happened. And let's start off with uh, we signed... Enzo Martinez. If you don't know who Enzo is, this is the man bun. Everybody remembers the man bun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's been USL, USL Championship, All-League, you know, first-team player. He's over 44 goals and 30 assists while in the USL. He's competitive. He's just a great player. Um, a real hero uh, in Charlotte. And I know for a lot of us, we hated this guy, hated him, but we all wanted him. Um, I've talked to a lot of people who are in Charlotte, who know the team well, who know kind of the background of Enzo, who know him off the pitch. Apparently a quiet guy. Everybody loves him. Just a real charitable human being. And that seems to really fit in with what we have going on here. Uh, I think he was with the Rapids for a short little bit before he went back. Um, he played, I mean, it was a real stint um, in, the, in the MLS. But he is a really good player. And Enzo said he chose Birmingham because, and he said that Birmingham was his number one choice. Peep that, number one choice. Because he wants to win a championship. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Year four, and we have players choosing us. Enzo, everybody knows him. Everybody hated him. But, man, I'm so excited to have this guy. Um, Yeah, this is just a great signing. He gives us some wing depth. He can go up top if he so wanted to. He can play literally anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere. Uh, I think he's from Uruguay. Um, Yeah, he's he's just a, a phenomenal talent. I am really excited to have him. And this kind of gets into one of the questions, and it was um, from uh, Legion Fanatic, which, again, follow him on Twitter, at Legion Fanatic. Uh, How are the depth with new additions and those we have not heard from yet? Um, You know, Enzo, along with Marlon, and a guy we're going to be talking about pretty soon, Eddie Horvat, um... We have a lot of options for people up top. We have a ton of options. It's it's pretty cool. 
we have different looks. We have Eddie, who is 23, uh, from Croatia. That's really cool um, to me anyway. He is center forward, 6'1", so we have a big body up there, real target man. He, I mean, from those highlights, I know that they're highlights, but he looks pretty nuts. He is just, he is a talent, man. He started his career in Czechoslovakia. No, not Czechoslovakia. Ooh, that's a very different place. Croatia, Jesus. Um, just end me. Is Czechoslovakia even the thing anymore? Or is that the Czech Republic? Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, he started his career at 18 years old playing in the first tier. Um, isn't that nuts? Um, he was he played in Slovenia um, there, and he, he's good, man. I mean, seven goals and, and only 16 appearances, um, I think, in his first year. Uh, he is just a top-tier player. Good speed, good strength. He's a dangerous, dangerous player, and I really like this guy. Um, but, you know, when it comes to playing up top, we have good depth there. Oh, sorry, I just, I'm drinking coffee right now, and I just slammed it into the mic. Um, sorry about that. Um, that's like ASMR probably. Um I think when it comes to depth up top, we have plenty, especially now that we just re-signed Eli Cronali, who now we have the Cronali's back fully. Uh, we just need to get their brother out of retirement, and he can become our video guy again. Uh, he never was with us, but he was with the crew doing video analysis. I think he's doing real estate now, I think is what Alex said. But uh, let's just get him out of retirement. Let's just get the full you know, Cronali trilogy going. But... Yeah, I just really think that we have a ton of potential with this front options. And also, don't forget, we have a Jop, Mackie Jop. Um, and that's another guy who's a big body who can be a real target man. I mean, Marlon can go up top for us, but he can also play as a winger. We have Enzo Martinez who can also go and play as a winger for us. Or it can go up top. I mean, something we an issue we had last year was we had players who were fantastic, amazing players, but they were so specialized. I mean, when we lost Bruno, we kind of lost our number ten, even though he wears the number eight. You know, we if obviously we lost Johnny Dean, we kind of lost a right wing back. We have players now who can just slot in anywhere which, as we saw last year with the injury crisis that kind of happened, that's a, we were okay. We're fine. <laughs> we can figure it out from there. I think that is something really, really nice. Um, the other signing that we have here is a really, really interesting one. Um, I'm going to mess up his name. Matthew Corcoran, um, I think is his name. Cor Coran. So either Corcoran or Corcoran. I heard I've heard two different pronunciations. But I've reached out to some guys who are in Birmingham and I asked about him. Um he's fifteen years old, he'll be sixteen when the uh, season officially starts. He is a talented player. I mean he is so talented. He got two appearances for 
uh, North Texas SC, which is the Dallas team, uh, team for FC Dallas. Finally, the you know, Birmingham to FC Dallas wields return. Um, but the thing about this 15-year-old is he signed a professional contract. Um, this is a really big deal. And he talked about the Jogo route. And who Jogo is is Jonathan Gomez. Jonathan Gomez is the guy that uh, Louisville City signed a couple years ago. And they just recently sold him to Sociedad uh, Real. I think Real Real Sociedad. I think he's playing for the B team, but 18 years old, one of the bright prospects coming up through American soccer. And Kolkaran is um, he's up there when it comes to top talent in the U.S. The under 18s, he is. There's some people that have him number one. He kind of plays that number eight or number six role. He is a really talented passer. His vision is fantastic. His only real downside is his speed. Um, if you're looking for a player comparison, I and just look at Bruno Lapa. Uh, I think Bruno and Matthew have a very, very similar makeup to him. They are both very similar players in the way that they play, the way they view the field. And I think Bruno could be a wonderful, wonderful addition uh, for Matthew, uh, what I say, Bruno could be a wonderful influence on Matthew. I was, and then I was going to say Matthew is a wonderful addition to the squad because Bruno is here. Um, by the way, if you're into coffee, I'm majorly into coffee. I'm drinking Dark Magic, I think is what it's called, uh, by Green Mountain. It's awesome, really, really good. If you haven't given that a shot and you like dark coffee, that's the way. I do it. By the way, um, send me a message on Twitter or something, and I don't know. Just go, uh, go. Tell me how you drink your coffee if you drink coffee, or if you like tea. Tell me how you take it. Um, but yeah, I uh, he's he's Bruno Lapa. That's that's all I have to say. He's a great player. I'm hopefully going to find out some more about him. Uh, I'm interested in doing a and. An episode or doing an interview with Marcos Ugarte, who is um, Legion player, just resigned for us, but he's also the academy coach. I think he could be a really interesting person to talk to when it comes to this because Matthew is technically not an academy player, but he's academy age, and it'd be really interesting to know what the life they go through. And don't get me wrong, Legion knows when to bring up youngsters. Uh, Jaden Cervania was an academy guy for us, Jackson Robel was an academy guy for us. Um, both very successful. Jackson, it I think, was just absolutely... I didn't keep up with him too well, but I heard his name coming up a few times in the ACC world, um, or not ACC, um, in the NCAA world. Golly, I am out of it, guys. Um, his name was coming up a lot. Um, and Jaden Cervania, I mean, we all know what he's done, Puerto Rican national already. I mean... We know about them, and those are guys that they promoted through the academy system. So the fact that we're willing to bring this kid in says a lot. Um, his plan is to get sold on to Europe, which my personal opinion is that our selling of Junior Flemings is what got this deal done. There's a lot of USL teams who are unwilling to sell, and I think the fact that we were willing to sell and we got a big transfer, which it's really important to get big transfers because players get a portion of that transfer, you know. 
And so the more he sells for, the more money he's going to have whenever he moves on to Europe, the more money the club is going to have whenever he moves on to Europe, and we become a more sustainable thing. Um, You know, just some cool stuff going on there. Um, By the way, go buy your tickets now. Um, Whenever it was announced that we were signing Matthew, I think it was... um, I... I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. I totally lost my train of thought um, on that. I I got a notification from Twitter, and it's kind of a guy I've not really been arguing with on Twitter, but it was – it's someone who, you know, has great conversations. I think the – I'm not going to say that. Anyway, go check out the USL show in those posts because that's where a lot of this is going on. But it's basically talking about the Legion moving into the new stadium. But – is kind of what I'm talking about now. I kind of remember where I was. Um, and that same conversation when Jay Heaps was on uh, Scott Register's show, which go listen to that, um, BM Mountain Radio, um, he talked about how right now the opening match is for ESPN2 against Tampa Bay. And if enough tickets are sold, then... <laughs> That means that the game will be flipped to ESPN, the main channel. The Birmingham Legion could be on the main channel of ESPN on March 13th. That is huge. So go buy your tickets now. Um, Right now, I'm trying to go, but there is a massive... This is so nerdy and this is so niche, but basically I have a school function that happens on that day, on a Sunday. That'd be the day I'd be coming back. And it would be basically, it's basically just a giant French horn nerd convention, but I'm involved with competitions. I was kind of voluntold to do it, and I can't tell my teacher no. Um, I'm not happy about it, but it's okay. Um, But yeah, also I noticed I'm peeking out. Maybe, I feel so bad, I'm sorry. This probably sounds so much better. I am so sorry for how loud it was. This episode was. Um, but yeah. Also, God, I'm just going to take some time to ramble real quick. If you're here, you're already listening to me. I'm going to talk about the schedule in a minute. But basically, the heat in my house doesn't work. Um, we've already got in touch with the landlord. It's fine. We're Basically, we can't run space hitters because space hitters uh, caused our fuse to blow, and we were out without power, and da-da-da-da-da. And the other morning, I woke up, and I could see my breath, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst. (laughs) Oh, it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. But, yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. I'm just taking some time to ramble and complain about things at the moment. Um, But, anyway, let me move over to the schedule. I had someone ask me about away days and stuff. So let's just talk about the schedule. And I am going to go through the entire schedule. Um, so maybe something catches your eye. First, oh, okay, come on. The first match is Tampa Bay on March 13th. Next up is an away day at FC Tulsa on March 19th. Next, we have Colorado switchbacks at home on the 26th, which is massive because Colorado has quickly become one of the favorites in the West, and we get them early. The next match is Louisville City at home on April 2nd, another massive match. 
Next match after that is Hartford Athletic on Sunday, April 10th, which is interesting because they've lost a lot of their key players, so we don't really know why Hartford is yet, so it's going to be interesting to see. Next is away at Detroit City. Um, first time going to see the Northern Guard, which should be uh, fun if anybody chooses to make the away day. I've actually ex- got to meet them before. A lot of them are, a lot of them are actually really nice. They're just, they're people who try to go a little too hard. They, not all of them, but there's a few of them who think they're a little bit more ultra than they are. Next is away at Loudon um, on the 24th. On the 27th, we get Charleston Battery at home. Another predominantly and uh, historically great team. Then we get the Miami FC at home on a Wednesday, May 4th, which is where Bolu Akinyode is, Kyle Murphy, and Segber, the two guys from 901 who absolutely killed us last year. That's where they are now. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> next is away to Pittsburgh. Then at home on a Wednesday is the Las Vegas Lights. On May 27th, after a little bit of a break, we go to face Baby Bulls. On Saturday, June 4th, we take on Phoenix Rising Away. And this one circled on my away days. I'm basically going to have to choose an away day. And it's either going to be Phoenix Rising or it's going to be New Mexico. And uh, I'll talk about my logic in a minute. Um, next is at home on Wednesday against uh, Area Code FC on June 8th. Then we go to New Mexico on the 25th of Saturday. 25th of Saturday. 25th of June on a Saturday. Then next is away day at Louisville City, July 2nd. On Wednesday, July 6th, we take on Atlanta away uh, 2. Atlanta away 2. Atlanta United 2. My goodness, why do you guys listen to me? Please stop. Um... <laughs> Next is away at Charleston on July 9th. And then next is away at Sacramento uh, on July 16th. And if you were counting, that is five straight away days. This is when the World Games are going on. Um, <laughs> this is going to be brutal. Uh, and If you don't know much about these teams, four of these five are powerhouses. New Mexico has Nico and other teams, and New Mexico has been the favorite many a times. Louisville City, we all know about Louisville City. ATL, too, I mean, they have some players, and they're no slouch, especially in the middle of a big away uh, slide. And then we have Charleston Battery, who is just a force to be reckoned with in the East. And finally, Sacramento Republic, who was supposed to get an MLS team about a decade ago and still hasn't, but they're just... A great team. It's not that we have five straight away games that's hard about this. It's that we have five straight games against pretty good teams, four of them being, you know, four of these teams are almost definitely going to be in the playoffs, and maybe two or three of them will be in title contention. That's going to suck, and that's when we're going to find out what the three sparks really have, you know, in the tank. Next is... Two home games for our troubles, uh, one against FC Tulsa, then Loudon, then Hartford away. Again, don't really know who they are yet. Uh, ATL 2 at home in August. Uh, that's the first August game. The San Diego Loyal, who is that's a huge game for us. That is going to be another team that is in contention for some title stuff. Um, area Code FC away on August 20th. Uh, 
baby bulls at home on the 28th of august the miami fc away september 3rd uh indy 11 away on the 10th we have pittsburgh at home on a wednesday on september 14th on the 23rd of september we have the rowdies away on October 1st, we have Oakland Roots away. This is another one I'd consider going. Depends what the money's looking like. Uh, home, San Antonio FC. Uh, Micah can return home. If you don't know who that is, join the Discord. And we end the season, regular season, uh, with Indy 11 on a Saturday the 15th. Okay, that was a lot of reading. All right, here's some stuff that I'm looking at. I'm looking at... Um, I'm looking at some um, major away days because I want to try to attend all the home games because I'm not in the marching band this year or this coming up year because I'm going to be doing my student teaching. Theoretically, I should be able to come to every single game um, except for this first one because why wouldn't I miss the first game? I'm so mad. I sure hope there's a preseason game. Um, the big ones for me, Colorado is huge. Louisville's huge for home. The away days I am looking at right now, Phoenix Rising. Here's kind of the pros and cons: is I've never been to Phoenix. My fiance has never been to Phoenix. Uh, we would love to go explore a new city. The downside is that apparently it's pretty expensive, and it's June fourth, which gives me less time to save up money. Now, granted, I could afford to go, but it would leave me a little strapped for cash. So it is what it is. Um, the other one I'm looking at is New Mexico. I would love to go to New Mexico. My fiance has been to Albuquerque. That's where Nico is. I've talked to a lot of supporters there, just super nice folks. This one's kind of higher up on the list because it's a little bit later on. I can save a little bit more money. I'm almost guaranteed I'm going to try to go to Louisville City. That's the very next week. I would love to go. It's a great, it's a great facility, great game. Probably won't. Uh, maybe I could go to Atlanta United too uh, during this. Oh, I just dropped my phone. I'm sorry. Um, my like I said, my fiance lives in Atlanta, so this is a short away day for me. Um, and then Charleston. I love Charleston. That'd be cool. But after all that traveling, could not afford that. <laughs> um, there's a chance I could go to the area code match. Not positive. It'd be fun, but I don't know. Indy 11 is a possibility, but highly unlikely. And, you know, I do a podcast with people who are from the Bay Area. It's called Take the Rope. Um, so check that out. But uh, so it'd be nice to go to Oakland and finally get to, you know, reconnect with those guys. Um, but the big ones I'm circling are Louisville City and New Mexico and Phoenix. The cost is going to be a nightmare but it kind of is what it is there's a lot of key games right now and you guys remember i did this last year but i'm going to break down each of the teams i'm going to talk about who i what i think our schedule is going to look like what our what our win and loss record is going to look like our points and all that kind of stuff it's going to take me a while and i'm gonna to have to wait till closer when the season starts because that way i know who is on the teams who's going to play and da 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 so on and so forth but, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty interesting uh, little lineup we have. It's lots of good matches. Basically, we there's a lot to be excited about. I know, hey, there are people who are still asking about a lot of things right now. There's a lot of uncertainty. 
I want to see some more depth and come in at center back before I consider us a title contender. Our starters are amazing, but like I said, we all know what happens when the injury crisis hits. I want Ben Afemi back. Ben, or, you know, Miss Tiffany, if you are listening to this, um, I understand if Ben wants some first-team minutes, he should go wherever the first team is letting him play. But oh, please, Ben, come home. Um, <laughs> um, from that, you know, we're just going to have to pick some guys up. It is what it is. Maybe re-sign Jake. I would not mind having Jake Roof back. I think he is a fantastic player. Uh, from there, Johnny Dean would be great. But Joe Jow would be an amazing pickup as well. I think right now, no matter what, even if it's not Dean, we need to pick up a right back or a right wing back. Um, basically, if we wait for Johnny, which we're probably not going to find out about Johnny Dean's future for another month. It's just the truth. Basically, he's going to exhaust all of his first team options in the MLS, if I had to assume, or maybe even Europe, um, because he's good enough. Everybody knows he's good enough. He's going to exhaust all those options. If we don't sign a right back soon, we're going to be left with the USL scraps, and I don't think that's going to be great for us. I think that's going to become an obvious weakness for us. So it's important that we do it now. And if we can re-sign Johnny, that's great. Um, And I hope we do because, you know, there's a chance we can move some people around, you know, whoever that right back is, we can move, we can shuffle some folks around, but, um, I have a feeling that Johnny is going to sign MLS, I don't have any sources on that, but, the longer we wait, the more and more worried I get that he signed MLS, and I say worried, worried for us, happy for him, but, it is what it is. We need to start getting a real talent at right back soon. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. This is a bit of a, I guess, a normal length episode. I want to work on getting some interviews. Uh, you know, shoot me a, shoot me a message or whatever on Twitter at Kaylor Hodges. If depending on what kind of show you want, some interviews you're interested in, I'll see about reaching out to some folks and seeing what's up. If you enjoy this, hey, go and give the show a rating. Uh, Spotify, if you're on your phone, should have it at the top. Give us like a, you know, give it an honest rating. I'm not going to ask for five stars. That'd be great. But if you don't think this is a five-star show, give it whatever you honestly think it is. I'm looking for feedback on Apple you can give feedback and star ratings and on Amazon and Audible, which I am on, um, you can give star ratings and feedback as well. So please do that. It helps get uh, the engagement numbers up. I'll just be honest with you. And the more people that listen to this, (laughs) the better, the more likely that this can become a job for me. So that'd be cool. But Until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Yeah, until next time, guys, uh, keep hammering on.